0: This is the black and blue report presented by ABC insurance agencies, a better choice for insurance now from studio B or wherever the saints or Pelicans might be. Here's Sean Kelly.
1: Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome into the black and blue report the podcast for saints and Pelicans fans. We're on the brink of a big weekend for the Pelicans and Mardi Gras, too. Carnival Spirit is taking over the New Orleans metro area. The rain's going to get in the way, I think, of uh, some of the festivities. Uh, Daniel Sowers is with us in Studio B today. I'm Sean Kelly. Daniel, I don't know if you've got time to do parades this weekend, but if you do, you might want to get the rain gear up. It's, yeah.
2: Uh, I, I was thought about it yes. for tomorrow with Crude Vu, but yes. if that rain's coming, I can't do it. I am yes, I don't need the rain. No. I need to stay dry.
1: That, that to me is no fun whatsoever. No. What is fun, though, is tonight a big game at the Smoothie King Center, Pelicans and Rockets at 7 o'clock. If it's anything like the first meeting between these two teams,
2: buckle up. It'll be fun. Uh, Big
1: crowd tonight, too, Daniel.
2: Should be a lot of fun, and the crowd is supposed to be close to a sellout here, which is great when you have a team like the Rockets coming into town. And you mentioned uh, the fast pace it's going to be, and I think a lot of fans are going to be doing a lot of. Back and forth with their necks a little bit tonight, but it, it, I mean, the last time it was video game numbers these teams were putting up. It was 130 to 123, and I feel like everyone had career highs, season highs, franchise records. I think everything was broken in that game.
1: Yeah, one Moore was was the big gun last time, wasn't he? Yeah, he had yeah, a great was, game. I think that's probably about the time he really started uh, his hot streak of shooting as
2: well. It was right around that time. But also no Anthony Davis in that game.
1: Oh, that's right. Oh. Oh, good wrinkle there, Daniel.
2: Thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: quick turnaround then on Sunday, 3 o'clock against the Clippers. So, two big home games here this weekend. These games are so big, Daniel. I don't even know what happens after Sunday.
2: Tuesday against the Kings. You oh, round that's out right. the West Coast. That's right. Round out the homestand. Then, next weekend comes a huge road trip for the Pelicans. You have Minnesota on Friday and Oklahoma City on Saturday. Flip or, it. We're flipping. Yeah. The back to back, and those two teams are right there in front of you. And with the Timberwolves losing last night. They've played more games than the Pelicans, but they're only one ahead in the loss column
1: Yo, with New Orleans. So I thought it was much—see, you're up on it this morning, that's for sure. i got a lot of homework to do It's today.
2: fun doing scoreboard watching right now when you see the Pelicans having so much success and with all those teams clumped together in the West that you do start looking at these other teams. And even if you look as far ahead as San Antonio, they're only three ahead in the loss column. That's where you need to watch out for. Minnesota and San Antonio have both played more games than the Pelicans, so if the Pelicans continue to win here— you never know. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, it's another chance to win four straight tonight against the second-best team in the West, second-best team in the NBA right now. Tall order, uh, but, hey, it's a home game. Let's see what happens. Daniel, by the way, is going to call the game tonight on the Pelicans Radio Network with Victor Howell. Uh, it's national radio tonight on the ESPN Radio. I'm going to slide over and do that with Vinny Del Negro. And then there's national television covers tonight. No Fox Sports New Orleans, but national television covers tonight on ESPN with Mark Jones and Hubie Brown. So Coach Brown will be here tonight, too. That should be interesting. Uh, never afraid to say what's on his mind. No. Yes. All right. Uh, so, And then, of course, we got a little football this weekend, too. And if you want, you can kind of call it a Saints game because there's seven Saints players involved in this weekend's Pro Bowl in Orlando. The NFC will be coached by Sean Payton and his staff. Our own John DeShazer has been with them this week. Um Probably, hopefully, having a good time. We'll check in with him today Tough on the gig, Black and huh? Blue. Oh, I know, I know. I wonder if he's got the bucket hat and
2: T-shirt like everybody else has been wearing. There. I saw him yesterday. He looked like he had the Bill Belichick hoodie on. He had the cut cutoff yeah. sleeves, yep. but he had the hoodie on. And okay. it looked very Bill Belichick-esque okay. as far as his hoodie. But he, he seemed very comfortable
1: there in Orlando. We'll ask. He's yep. going to be our first guest today on Black and Blue Report. And then Daniel will visit with Craig Ackerman, who does some television, some radio. Uh, but he's there every time for the Rockets, and he'll uh, join us today to preview tonight's matchup at the Smoothie King Center. I'm ready. I'm ready. It's going to be a fun night. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get over to Orlando, bring in John DeShazer from NewOrleansSaints.com, and then, of course, some Pelicans Rockets talk with Craig Ackerman.
0: Uber takes you couch to courtside at the tap of a button. Heading to a Pelicans game, Uber helps you pass on the parking and focus on the fun. And if you're still an Uber rookie, you can get $20 off your first ride with code PELICANS18. Uber, a proud partner of your New Orleans Pelicans. What is big? Big is Drew Holiday. Red hot from the perimeter and ice at the foul line. Big is DeMarcus Cousins, a 6'11", defensive flamethrower that vaporizes man-on-man coverage. Big is Anthony Davis, a laser-guided missile of athleticism aimed at the rim. Come see the Pels in a Southwest Division matchup against Chris Paul, James Harden, and the Houston Rockets. Friday, January 26th, visit Pelicans.com for tickets. New Orleans Pelicans, do it big. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Sean Kelly and John DeShazer. All
1: right, welcome back. It's time to talk a little Pro Bowl here, uh, or as you would might describe it as the uh, the Mini Saints Bowl on Sunday in Orlando, Florida. As promised, John DeShazer joins us from NewOrleansaints.com. He has been firmly planted in Central Florida this week with the uh, NFC and AFC Pro Bowlers, primarily the seven Saints players and Saints coaches all involved in this weekend's All-Star Game. John, welcome in. Uh, First of all, there are various media reports that have described you as wearing a Bill Belichick slash South Florida beach vacation type attire this week. Is there any truth to those rumors?
3: I'll tell you what, man. I don't have the guns that Belichick has, but I do have the the Saints style the hoodie. Um, actually, Actually, I didn't cut the sleeves off myself, so... I can't. Uh, I can't claim to be as innovative as the multi, multi, multi uh, Super Bowl champ, but uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll gladly wear the hoodie.
1: How many bucket hats are involved right now in Orlando?
3: Uh, that's a good question, any, and you know they're, they're available to any player who wants to wear them. So you see a bunch of guys with bucket hats on. Marshawn Lattimore's got you know he's he's taking to putting the pull part in his mouth while he's you know jogging around so it doesn't fly off his head, I guess. And um, Kamara and Mark Ingram. I can honestly say I don't think they're running hard enough for those bucket hats to fly off. <laughs> so they wear them during during practice. So it's a it's a little bit of a relaxed atmosphere here. Yeah, I would say.
1: Let's start with hard news. Is there any involving the Saints this week?
3: Well, mainly um, we heard general manager Mickey Loomis basically confirming that you know when Drew Brees said he was wanting to be with the Saints and wants to pretty much finish his career here. And, uh, Mickey Loomis saying, "Yeah, that's exactly what we intend on doing with him." So, you know, the, I guess the good thing is it seems like both sides are obviously amenable uh, to getting a contract done with a potential free agent, the, the, the free agent actually, not potential free agent, Drew Brees. So, uh, you know, it looks like he's going to finish up his career in New Orleans, as it should be. I mean, you know, so you know, maybe a two-three year deal. We don't know exactly what it's going to be, but you know, when Mickey Loomis says, "You know, hey, we're we're going to have it done," and Drew Brees says, "This is where I want to be," and that always is the making of a good relationship. And of course, you know, I don't want fans to, you know, get all in a tizzy if it doesn't happen overnight because, you know, they call them negotiations for a reason. You know, Drew Brees is supposed to ask for as much as he possibly can get, and the Saints are supposed to offer as little as they think they can get him for. So, you know, have to meet somewhere in the middle, and, but it seems like it's going to be a fairly, uh, a fairly good negotiation between the two sides.
1: Uh, the mood of the Saints this week, John, and I know it's a lot of fun and it's seeing friends and and kind of basking in the glow of having a great season individually. What's their mood been like, though? Because many of us have not talked to them since, obviously, the end of the the uh, playoff run.
3: Well, they're upbeat. I mean, now, of course, you know, you've got the the natural, you know, downside of having lost that game in Minnesota and then watching the Vikings go and really just not play well against the Eagles. So you, if you're the Saints and an Saints fans, you got to be saying, what if, you know, if, if it had been the Saints, you because they have put on a better showing against the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. But for the most part, I mean, I think these guys are pretty excited about being here and pretty uh, excited about, you know, having deserved to, to come here. You know, you've got seven players, you got the coaching staff. So when you mentioned it feels like a Saints all-star game. It really does have uh, the Saints feel to it with all the equipment guys here and, and all, the, all the trainers here and every all the personnel here just as it would be back in New Orleans, except for, you know, obviously not the intensity that goes along with it. Well, I say not the intensity that goes along with it. Michael Thomas, somebody should tell Mike that um, this ain't a real game. So Mike's going at it hard. And I, I, my, my prediction on the first day was that Mike was going to be the game MVP, the NFC MVP, because he's going to go at it hard, and I don't know who's going to be lined up against him, but they better be ready to play because he only knows one speed.
1: Well, didn't he win? An, didn't he win one of the categories at the skills contest last night, John?
3: Yeah, got got the best hands. Uh, he won the best hands. Big, big. You know, oh, we're shocked on that one, huh? But <laughs> yeah, he's one of those guys who, you know, as long as he's here, if he's here, he's going to be going all out. It's uh, the total opposite of Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram looks like he's having the best time of his life. I'm going to make sure I make a note of that today. Uh, it'll be on com. But I mean, he's he's having a great time of it, so. You know, that's the way it's supposed to be. A little bit of work and a whole lot of fun for you and your family.
1: Tell me about Sean Payton's job here this week uh, and the challenge of, I guess, getting a team of, that normally doesn't play together pointed in the right direction so at least it looks like football on Sunday.
3: Well, I mean, basically, you're trying to just give him some basic things. Basically. And, you know, especially the terminology in the NFL. Is, you know, there are some basic terminologies that, you know, every team uses. So, he'll, he'll lean on those. And uh, push up the shelves later in the game if he really wants to win it. He's got, you know, five guys on offense that he can throw out there on the field. And he can run as much stuff as he wants to, probably. But, so, But, you know, you, you basically want to get these guys out here. You want to give them a light workout. You want to get them off the field, let them get a chance to get around Disney World and get around the Magic Kingdom with their family and the kids and, and all the people that they have here supporting them.
1: John, what about you? What have you gotten yourself uh, into this week?
3: Uh pretty much nothing yet. I mean, Saturday's going to be our day, but uh, really, we've been uh, we've been here on the field trying to get notes and features and you know, all that good stuff. So Saturday, I mean, the days. You know, the practice is pretty short and they end pretty quickly, but, you know, there's still work to be done. And, you know, we've been trying to get it done. So myself and Lane Murdoch Jr. and Alex Restrepo have been here and, and trying to turn out as much safe uh, content as we can possibly give everybody about an All-Star game. <laughs> now, sometimes it's not so easy because we really get these guys on one hand, just a relaxed atmosphere in terms of getting the access to them. But on the other hand, it's like, you know, it's like herding cats at the end of practice. I mean, they're walking off the field and you just, They're trying to grab as many guys as they can. So it can be a little bit challenging. And yet, you know, again, it's it's supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be a relaxed atmosphere, and it's supposed to be really uh, non formal. And, and, you know, they've kept it that way.
1: John, have you covered a Pro Bowl before, or is this your first time?
3: It's my first one. And, you know, know, my only disappointment, and it's a slight one because, you know, it's not like (laughs) my only disappointment is that, 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 you know, this is the year it's not in Hawaii. Um, Other than that, I can't complain a whole lot.
1: Well, we can have an in-office conversation about that another time. Um, <laughs> hey, thanks thanks to you and your team over there for for really keeping us close to this experience. It's been a lot of fun, and I hope that you enjoy the weekend. And we'll look forward to a recap from you on Monday. Is that all right with you?
3: Hey, no problem, and um, you know I'll give a special shout out to Lane uh, Lane Murdoch. who's really turning out some quality stuff, and and you know really compressed time schedules. Uh, Lane is really, really, really good at what he does. and We're kind of fortunate to have it.
1: No doubt. And all that can be found, of course, at NewOrleansSaints.com. John DeShazer from the Pro Bowl in Orlando with us on the Black and Blue Report. When we come back, we'll turn our attention toward the Pelicans and Rockets game tonight. Daniel Salerson visits with Craig Ackerman. Stay with us. In 1907, Dixie Beer was a balanced, refreshing lager, brewed with love and top-quality ingredients. It would grow to become something that connected us, the neighborhood beer of every New Orleans neighborhood. And now, Dixie is back to that 1907 recipe, original and reinvented, just like its hometown. Visit DixieBeer.com to learn more, and always drink Dixie responsibly. Dixie Brewing Company, New Orleans, Louisiana. This
0: Pelican season, the entire family can do it big with the Pierre's Party Pack, presented by Cheetos Popcorn. Pelican's ticket packages are available for select home games and include three or more tickets, combo meals, Cheetos popcorn, and an on-court free-throw experience with Pierre the Pelican, all for as low as $54. The next Pierre's Party Pack night is January 28th against the Los Angeles Clippers. For more information and to plan your next big night out with a gang, visit pelicans.com today it's pelicans game day this is the black and blue report
2: well tonight it's the pelicans and the rockets from the smoothie king center in downtown new orleans joining us now is the radio voice of the rockets craig ackerman craig good to talk to you hope all is well hey things are
0: going well thanks for having me on i appreciate it
2: no problem and things are going well for the rockets 34 and 12 winners of seven of their last eight including four in a row and they had the big win in Dallas on Wednesday night. What's been clicking recently for the Rockets?
0: Well, they finally have everybody back and healthy. Um, you know, they went through a stretch where they won 14 in a row. And even in that stretch, they didn't have everybody completely healthy. And then they lost quite a few guys uh, and hit the skids, dropped five straight. Um, their defense kind of fell off a cliff uh, during that time. And amongst those injuries was James Harden being out with a partial hamstring uh, tear and he's back and Luke Bamute is back and Dene is back and everybody is you know healthy and accounted for and when the Rockets put out their preferred starting lineup which um, unfortunately has only played together 15 times this year they haven't lost a game all season I, at some point they're going to lose a game um, but um, but they feel like that when they have their full complement of uh, players available and healthy then uh, they can compete with anyone on any given night.
2: We talk about James Harden and Chris Paul. How do those two complement each other when they're playing on the court?
0: Well, like, you know, there, obviously there was a lot of discussion in the in the off about you know those guys being two, both being very uh, high usage, ball dominant players that they wouldn't be able to coexist. But they exist because a) they're both very unselfish, uh, and and b) they they have tremendous uh, basketball IQs, so they really understand uh, the game well. And I guess I'll throw in a, a third one. Um, two, they have tremendous chemistry. This trade never happens um, if both James and Chris didn't want to play with each other. And so, you know, they knew and coming in that, um, you know, this was going to work. And I'll be honest with you, from uh, an inside team perspective, uh, there was not a concern at all from ownership to Daryl Morey, the general manager, to Mike D'Antoni, the coaching staff, on down through James and Chris, that this wasn't going to work. They, They felt that there were going to be some growing pains along the way as they got used to playing with one another but they felt this was going to be a smooth partnership and transition and it's it's been that way Uh, they've both been terrific late in 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 clutch uh situations very unselfish there as well so um yeah it's 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 worked to perfection so far and uh, the only issue is that they haven't been healthy uh the entire season let's you know we certainly hope for good health the rest of the way
2: what well, has been catching my eye when looking at them in their recent wins. Out of their last five wins, I think four of them, they've held their opponents to 100 points or less. What about defensively, what's been working? Has they made a conscious effort on the defensive end? Because you know the offense wasn't going to be the problem.
0: Well, yeah, they knew going into the season that if they were going to get to where they wanted to get to, which is you know
2: going toe-to-toe with
0: Golden State competing for a championship, they had to improve um defensively and they were sixth in the league in defensive rating before a lot of these injuries hit and then they slipped. Um but um they've gotten back to um you know where they you know they're getting closer to where they originally were. They feel with Clint Capella as their primary rim protector um and guys like PJ Tucker and Luke Bamute who's their best perimeter defender along with Trevor Reza and Chris Paul's ability to defend and I'm telling you what, James Harden has been very good uh, defensively this season as well, that they have a team capable of being one of the 10 best defensive teams in the league. They they believe strongly now with this roster, with their the versatility of these players, that they, like Golden State, can basically switch everything on defense, and that's kind of the way things are going these days in the NBA. If you want to be a really good defensive team with all the pick and rolls and, and teams shooting lots of threes and a lot of really good shooters in the league, you've got to be able to switch everything until the Rockets have the roster Uh, To do that and again it it slipped um, after they had some of those injuries and I think some malaise may have also sort of set in there but uh, they're certainly playing a whole heck of a lot better defensively and this has been a focus of the team since day one of training camp
2: you mentioned Clint Capella and I think James Harden is very glad that Clint Capella is on this team last game against the Mavericks seven of his 13 assists were to Capella what's been going on with those two as far as what works for them when they're on the court together well, they
0: have incredible chemistry. I mean, uh, Clint Capella, um, and this isn't a slight at Dwight Howard because I really like Dwight, and I think he gets just way too much grief, but Clint is sort of everything that Dwight wasn't here uh, in terms of, you know, Clint accepts his role, excels in his role. Um, he's a tremendous finisher, has, you know, has great hands, um, and, he, and because of his ability to accept that role is basically a pick-and-roll big, um, and in essence, that's basically the only place he kind of gets touches offensively outside of, you know, just straight lobs and so forth. I mean, it's not like they run any plays for Clint. For um, that chemistry with James and Chris Paul as well um, works perfectly because he gives the Rockets the vertical spacing that they need uh, in their offense, and James is the kind of player that is devastating when you have a big who understands that role, comes out and sets the high screens, rolls hard, can catch and finish uh, through traffic and then makes defenses have to make decisions on whether or not they're going to pick up Clint, the roller, uh, James, the ball handler. And if they decide to take one or both of those away, then James has the ability and, and, and same, same thing with Chris to throw the ball out on the wings or in the corners to open three point shooters. And so that's why the Rockets believe that they always have a counter offensively to what teams do defensively, if they take away one thing and there's something else that's going to be available, and they trust James Harden and Chris Paul and their basketball smarts to read those situations every time they have the ball.
2: There wasn't a lot of defense played in the last meeting between these two teams, 130 to 123 at the Toyota Center. Should we expect uh, the same exact thing tonight at the Smoothie King Center?
0: Uh, I don't know if the score's going to be quite uh, that high. Mm-hmm. I, I will say that Anthony Davis did not play in that game. so. Um, You know, that's somebody else the Rockets uh, have to account for uh, in the game. Um, uh, I think, you know, I'm not sure uh, I haven't um, taken that close of a look as of yet uh, in terms of uh, where New Orleans is in terms of denying threes. But in years past, they've been very good at taking away threes. But the Rockets feel like with their ability to space the floor and you have both of those bigs out there with Cousins and Davis that they're still going to be able to find, uh, pockets of open space to, to score points. The question is, you know, whether or not they have uh, the fours and Ryan Anderson and PJ Tucker, guys like that, to kind of slow Anthony Davis down. But New Orleans is playing terrific basketball. Um, they're, I think, you know, barring, you know, significant injuries, they're absolutely uh, going to be uh, a playoff team and a team that nobody's going to want to face in the playoffs. So I don't know if the score is going to be quite that high, but I think the game's. Certainly going to be intense against two really good teams playing really good basketball, and I'm looking forward to it.
2: Uh, real quick before you let you go, you mentioned Anthony Davis not play in that last meeting, and you kind of mentioned Ryan Anderson and P.J. Tucker. Are those going to be the two guys mainly on AD, so that way we should expect Capella on DeMarcus tomorrow or tonight? Uh,
0: I'm assuming that they will, since Davis plays, uh, well, I mean, Cousins plays on the perimeter uh, as well, shooting uh, a ton of threes. Um, I'm assuming they're going to put... Their Rockets standard fives on on Cousins and then match up with Davis with with uh, with Anderson and um, and or P.J. Tucker. Perhaps we've even seen Trevor Ariza uh, defend Anthony, defend Anthony Davis. But again, the Rockets have a versatile roster that they feel like they have a they have a number of combinations that they can use. But look, you're not going to stop those two guys. Uh, you just basically kind of want to get a hand up, try to slow them down, and hope other guys don't get hot. Uh, and beat you because those two those two big guys are amongst the best players in the league.
2: All right, should be a fun one tonight at the Smoothie King Center. That's Craig Ackerman, radio voice of the Houston Rockets. Craig, I look forward to tonight, and I appreciate your time.
1: Uh, no problem. See you soon. Thank you. All right, good stuff, Daniel. Nice job there with Craig Ackerman. I'm ready for tonight's game, we already covered that. That I'm excited. I really am. I'm it's going to be a fun night about this thing. Yes. Um, by the way, the All Star Draft was last night. Uh, someday it will be televised. I guess it
2: should have been last night.
1: Okay, it would have been fun. Um, And so, do I have this right that our guys here, Cousins and Davis, are going to be on the same team? Yep. Team LeBron. Team LeBron. What was the movie that had Team whatever and Team whatever? Twilight? Something like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Team, team Ed
2: and Team... Team Edward and Team... God. My wife watches all those. Okay, And she's well, going to be really mad at me that I don't know the other one. Right. I
1: just... You know, I just... I'm an old fuddy-duddy. Get off my lawn guy. I love the East versus West. But now... This whole team LeBron team stuff or whatever.
2: Here's the thing. They try to revamp the All-Star game because everyone's like, oh, it's such an, an exhibition game and stuff like that. They don't try, but it is an exhibition game. It You you watch it for the superstars and the highlights and stuff like that. And so I don't know why they needed the change. I guess it's cool to see that LeBron will get to be on the same team as AD and Cousins. I get that part, but it was like a couple years ago when they tried the change to change the Saturday night and it was a team slam dunk contest and it was really bad and, yeah no it was bad you know same thing with the all-star game in baseball where for the longest time it would be for home field advantage and I'm like well why are you bringing in regular season and stuff into this exhibition game it's an exhibition game why are you trying to change things i, I don't understand okay that's that's for another day though.
1: it's still nfc versus afc this weekend at the pro bowl we do right. know that oh whose team did Harden land on
2: i think he's on team Steph.
1: okay so tonight when we see Harden. And Davis and Cousins, like they are tonight, they'll be opponents right. once again in February. Yeah,
2: it's Tune in. It's interesting, though. LeBron picked Kyrie, which I didn't see coming. Uh-huh. And then KD's on his team with Russell Westbrook. And then what was great last night is KD said, because the reports were that LeBron or Steph picked, well, no, LeBron picked KD first. And so KD's like, it was nice to be a number one draft pick for a change because he was drafted second. And then the Trailblazers tweeted, our bad, <laughs> 'Cause that was the year that they passed him up.
1: Oh, nice. Nice little nice little shot there. That, was. Like that little self deprecating humor. I yeah. do appreciate that. It was pretty fun, but I it, do like the fact that not all four of the Warriors are on the same team. No.
2: Yes. Right. Okay. I'm it's it's good. It's good that they're separated a little bit. But it's also I think there's some teams that are wondering why some of their guys didn't get in. I think Chris Paul figured he got snubbed. Oh, um, sure. Lou Williams thought he got snubbed. I mean, there's a there's a lot of things that people i could say they got snubbed in each league but again it's an all-star game it's part of the fun part of the fun something to talk about yep we talked
1: a lot today and uh had two great guests thanks again to john de and craig ackerman both daniel i'll see you in a couple hours here at the smoothie king center um you'll always be on my team i appreciate that or i'll be on your team don't trade me team diesel there you go team sean
2: i don't know about that
1: (laughs) it's a lot of responsibility it'll be fun though it's friday
2: I got my inhaler ready for tonight for calling this game. So Good, good move. Yeah. Good move. <laughs> I'll be ready to go. Yep, yeah,
1: Big crowd tonight. Thanks again, uh, by the way, to uh, Rouses and Cheerios. They're giving away uh, cereal bowls to the first 3,000 kids in attendance tonight. Uh, and there are tickets available for Sunday, and that's going to be a very family-friendly start time at 3 o'clock. Go to Pelicans.com and uh, – And finish your weekend with us. That'll be a lot of fun. Daniel, good to see you. And uh, again, I'll see you tonight at the game. Can't wait. All right, Pelicans-Rockets tonight. Otherwise, Black and Blue Report back on Monday. And I'm sure we'll talk a little Pro Bowl, see how those Saints did on uh, Sunday in Orlando. So stay with us for that as well. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. We'll see you next time here on the Black
2: and Blue Report.